Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Hello and welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. I'm of course Ben and it's great to have your company today for episode 146. This week on Toy Power, I'm joined today by... This is Frank. And Darren. Alright, today we plan to cover off latest news. We've also got a segment for Character Spotlights. And that will be none other than the Masters of the Universe three-faced figure. That's right, many faces. <laughs> and we'll see how we're going for time. We might have a third segment up our sleeve if we get there. Now, shout-outs. I want to give a, a shout-out to the uh, featured collection posts. Yeah. So I've been the man behind the posts uh, on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, I have to give a proper um, nod to Frank for coming up with the idea initially. Oh, that's all right. And just I just... cool. Yeah, I, awesome idea, and I just ran with it. So please direct message uh, a pic of your collection, and I will add it to the page as a daily post and celebration of all things plastic. Yeah. And I just want to say a massive shout-out and thanks to all the people that we've featured so far. Uh, straight from the get-go, I had people inboxing me and things, and it's just been awesome. And they've been really diverse as well. Like, yep. I just can't I express how awesome it is to see people's collections and see some of the collections that we uh, hear about but never seen before yeah. so uh, I just and it's not it's not a you know who's got the bigger collection or who's got the you know this and whatever it's nothing to do with that it's just sharing the appreciation of your plastic yeah, you know? exactly. you love it yeah, yeah absolutely and it's been terrific as Ben said just just seeing not only what everyone's got but just seeing so many people come come to the forum yeah. and really answer that call I mean there's nothing better than just just seeing people responding to that and and I think it's great for us to see some of the representation of the kinds of collections people have that are listening to our show definitely great to see such yeah. diversity because we try and pride ourselves on being a diverse show and talking about lots of properties so the fact that we're reaching that kind of audience really makes our day for sure so dm me a picture of your shelf or your collection whatever you want even a poster that you've got signed or whatever yeah. you've got in your you know that you think is uh noteworthy and i'll add the text to it and i'll punch it up on the facebook or instagram and, and instagram page so yeah. thank you again three two one cue music so what have you got for me Alright, so it is latest news time and straight off the top we are going to our friends at NECA. NECA slash Loot Crate, uh, all one in the same company these days. This is the Spirit of Splinter figure. This is one of their uh, crowdfunding figures to see whether it actually got made. Meant to represent Splinter as we see from the very famous uh, 1990 movie where Splinter is a ghost and sort of coming back to talk to the boys and uh, rev them up before the big battle. This was a, I think, a $50 US figure and needed, I think it was about 3,000 backers. 
Uh, as of a couple of days ago, it's done. It's funded. Wicked. Up. So mm, it's wow. going to get made. Anyone who put in their order can do so. I think you've got until November 17, which by the t- I think is about the day this episode is due to drop. So yes. get on board very quick if you still want one. Like last time I checked, it was 103% funded. So there's uh, not going to be too many of them. So very excited Can't for that. For that. Oh, I was nervous like i know frank was about whether or not it was actually going to get made but can't wait to get it so you're in you, you yeah, put, yeah yeah i bought two of them oh nice <laughs> also from NECA, there was a another um crowdfunding thing in the very same similar situation uh this is the gremlins dress up and play uh, set that we've mentioned before last time i checked was probably about four days remaining it was still only sitting at about 16 percent funded disappointing yeah. but not surprising yeah, because yeah. as a gremlins fan i feel we've been a little bit oversaturated with generic gremlins of late and i think this one's just a little bit too generic it's not this is a, a gremlin and a whole bunch of outfits to correct. mimic parts of yes. the movies so yeah? i think it's the, like a fitness 80s uh fitness gremlin yep. and also the uh, trench coat flasher mob yeah. uh, scene gremlin so it's not a spike it's not you know the the female gremlin it's not the vegetable gremlin mm. you know it's just a the regular buck that we've a lot of people have already got in the yeah. ultimate packs and through other means and it's just a different outfit yep. so you know that whole it's got a new hat uh, <laughs> scenario but um disappointing still like yeah. it, it'd be awesome if all the gremlins were made and it just uh begs concern of future releases mm. as well but um yeah good luck to whoever backed it that hopefully it'll come out in some in some future some version that's right i think it might have been different if they just offered the accessories for at, a, at a cheaper price without the gremlin do you think like you think that would have got off the ground is people's issue the fact that they've already got four of these gremlins on their show well the the, the you know you look at gremlins and uh, gremlins to the new batch yeah. there's there's thousands of them right. like so it, it is not uncommon you can have a gremlin shelf of 50 characters yep. that all look the same uh, they're just wearing different things and yep. acting differently and so it is exciting to get all the you know the beer glove stein and the yeah, uh, poker the, chips and things yep. so, because you can you know accessorize with them but as i said it's just a gen- another generic gremlin so mm. uh you know people might be like uh, i don't need the i don't really want the flashed gremlin or yeah. I, I don't know I don't know. It's hard. It's a new... It's great. Splinter made it. It's not, obviously, for everything. Because Splinter, yeah. Splinter is essentially a completely new character, uh, you know, in yeah. the mystic style. It, yes. The Gremlin's just a generic Same. Yeah. Gremlin with a different outfit, so to speak. It's a valid distinction, I think. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's the way I look at it, anyway. Darren, you want to talk to us about uh, Snake Mountain? Oh, I certainly do. So, we finally have seen a reveal from Brian Flynn of Super 7 around Snake Mountain. Huge pick of the playset in a very dark prototype colour scheme. Almost looked like the, the more animated look as opposed to the, the iconic toy look that we're so familiar with. Uh, with Brian in the background giving fans a great insight into just how massive this thing is going to be. Yeah, he actually followed that up with a little video of basically that same situation where he was... And he actually explained the colours. That's because it's it's a test shot, yeah, basically. So yeah. he said, look, black is a really easy colour for the plastic to, to make this thing in. Um, yeah, and he was showing off a Skeletor's little uh, a bone table 
that he had which in was his bigger hand. than his hand exactly it was huge because yeah. people have, I've heard some rumblings where people have looked at it and gone oh I think it's shrunk since the original sort of like pictures have come yeah, out and yeah. you go I think probably the one thing they probably could have done is is had a classics figure standing Correct. in there to show yeah. give people that scale. real sense of scale I mean it's this it's Brian it's at a desk level Brian's standing behind the desk and it's nearly taller than his head so yeah. uh, I mean unless Brian's a very short man that I'm not aware of it's it's still going to be a massive playset. Yeah, yeah, very exciting. All right, Super Seven reaction figures. So there were lots of new images uh, shown of their Transformers and Toxic Crusader mm. line. So the and notably uh, the artwork on these reaction figures is second to none. So You've cool. got Optimus Prime, Megatron, Soundwave, Jazz. I think were the fourth Transformers yep. artwork. Bumblebee is, as well. Maybe. Yep. Maybe. Artwork is just phenomenal. Yep. And then you've got the Toxic Crusaders, which is most majority of the characters. However, however, they've mm. only got Dr. Killamoth yes, on their artwork and then Toxie Toxy as the other one. For the good guys, so, yeah. So they've got you know characters like Radiation Ranger with artwork of Dr. Killamoth because he's the, ba- the head bad guy. That's not cool. That's yeah, not cool to Super str- It's a strange choice, but do you think it's because... Kill him off. I mean, kill him off and Toxie are obviously fairly recognizable. Do you think the other figures are just because they're so obscure? People look at it and go, they wouldn't even know okay. it's Toxic right. Crusaders. Fair call. I saw Robocop today, right? They're doing Robocop oh, they're doing reaction Ro- okay. figures. Yeah, cool. And they've done that mutant guy that gets blown up in the first movie. They've done artwork oh, for artwork him. For you. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> That's a bit uh, interesting. You know, it, it, but. Super 7 uh, reaction figures have been uh, known to do artwork for all their characters. Yeah, right. Why stop there? And it does seem an odd it, choice. It is very unprecedented, I mm. agree. Yeah, that's um oh, you got to wonder if there's there's a cost thing at some point, but like yeah, it's it seems like if they'd gone to the point with the turtles for example, all the good guys had generic artwork and the bad guys all had shredder. You go, okay, they've set the but they've set the precedent. Exactly. Now. That's right. They've yeah. set they've set the standard. They can't deviate it from yeah, it. Yeah, and look so. how deep the masters the universe reactions yeah. have gone and how each character has had that in fact sometimes even the variants have been Yes. You know, yeah. So. Well even even Robocop, you've got a a um damaged Robocop. So you've got regular Robocop all clean, then you've got a damaged one with bullet holes in, in him. And I mean that's <laughs> an easy yeah, easy adjustment easy fix, yeah. Yeah. but that's that's at least they've done that adjustment you know what i'm saying they've yep. gone to that next level of adding those bullet holes into the artwork you know so it reflects what's in the package exactly yeah. exactly yeah. i i really i'd love to get a uh, radiation ranger with the artwork alongside like because yeah. i reckon the radiation ranger looks so cool yep. yeah and it, it just it just frustrates me that they've mm. cheaped out of it because a toxic crusaders could be their next uh, sleeper line, line yeah. you know. So, well, given mm. the reaction to the the seven inch scale Toxy at um, exactly, New York, yeah. who's to say it's not? Mm. Mm. Some new bike series GameStop exclusives have been revealed. These include Jedi Revan from Star Wars: Galaxy of Heroes and a heavy battle droid from Star Wars Battlefront 2. So this is interesting because these are figures from the video games, unless I'm mistaken. So these never actually appeared in. A show or any of the movies or anything? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. They look cool though. Yeah, they look, they look very, very cool. cool. Yeah, because yeah. Jedi Raven, if I recall, he's uh, he's, a, he's a Jedi, so he's a good guy, but he gets around with a red lightsaber. Yeah, he, or purple or, is or it? Darth Revan. So he, you can, oh, I think he's both. So okay. you, it depends what way you go in the storylines. Yep. But and this is just me, the least Star Wars fan in the room, <laughs> talking. Um, 
Uh, so I think if you choose to be, you play the side of Jedi, right. he becomes a gotcha. Jedi. Yep. If you choose the side of the dark side, he'll become Darth a Sith. Revan. You know, gotcha. yeah. Yep. So that's mm. my interpretation. So now I think Darth Revan's already been and gone. Like you can have a figure of him. Yeah, uh, you've yeah, got a figure of him. The, this is the light oh, okay. version. Yeah, and this is now the um, the alternate version. Right. Uh, in Jedi format. So mm. pretty cool. Nice. And the good news for Australians is that uh, they are both available for pre-order on the Zing Pop Culture website. Cool. Nice. Good, good to know. All right, Kickstarter success. So great news for G.I. Joe fans looking for a modern six-inch interpretation. Welcome Action Force. Valverse has revamped the Action Force 1 to 12 six-inch military figure line and is back with all-new Kickstarter campaign uh, going on live right now that exceeded its 100% target. Opening up the floodgates for new stretch goals to be unlocked. This is the second time Valiverse has attempted a Kickstarter campaign. This round, he introduced updated figures, lower prices, and deeper troop building options, making this a line very appealing. The initial fund goal brings back Steel Brigade, Condor, and the Bone Collector, with updated looks as well as gear pack add-ons. Uh, scattered throughout his stretch goals are several basic troops builders as well as different accessory gear packs to fulfill a customizer's fantasy by the time this air eps the campaign will be over so we wish the backers and of course valiverse a great future indeed right so this is their second go it's obviously the first one didn't i remember hearing about this and there was everyone seemed excited but nobody seemed to back it at correct and 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 now i've heard other podcasts talking about this they sort of Oh, it's only at sixty percent, and there's mm. you know two weeks left. I'm not going to bother. You yeah. know, I'm not going to. I'm not going to put my money towards something. It'll, that's, it'll get there. And I think <laughs> as well, uh, reading between the lines, I think he was going up against one of the big mythic legions uh, uh, funds. So right. people have only got so much money to Correct. stretch. So I think it was just yeah. a a case of poor timing, and that's that's not his fault. He yeah. wasn't to know, but that's just a case of wrong time at the yeah wrong mm. time at the wrong thing. And also, I think he's come back and, as I said, like he's tweaked it a little bit, yeah. um, promoted it, you know, tidied a few things up and Lower stuff. Lower pricing and, and stuff would have been yeah. a big one for people. Yeah, yeah. and now he's uh, he smashed it. Like it, nice. it, it hit the 100% uh, quite quickly and there was no concern of it failing this round. So so this is essentially, without being officially sanctioned by Hasbro, this is G.I. Joe yes. at, at the six-inch yeah. scale. He's, he's bought the um, name Action Force. So Action okay. Force was... Uh, European versions of G.I. Joe oh, like rebadged okay. as yep. Action Force and things and um, he's actually bought that name property yeah, right. so he owns that Action Force property and uh, there's big con- controversy about that on, mm. on the hardcore you know Joe <laughs> uh, things but we won't get into that yep. but uh, you know good luck to him this is a dedicated man yeah. that's uh, trying something and he's got uh, ties to one of the toy companies, so he knows what he's doing. Okay, he's, it's not good. just this guy, just you know. Fingers guy. crossed, yeah. Yeah, he's got ties, and he has made toys for larger companies before. Excellent. So he knows what he's doing. Cool. Um, he's in great hands. Is, yeah, this is just one of his dreams come true and fulfilled. So half mm. his luck. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Darren, we got some news about the new uh, Batman Have film. We I believe. Ever. <laughs> and and it's really really coming together quite nicely. We're hearing reports that Matthew McConaughey has joined the Batman um, in the role of Harvey Dent or Two-Face and Colin Farrell as Oswald Cobblepot and the Penguin. We've also had official confirmation for this one that Andy Serkis will be Alfred Pennyworth. Yeah. Which uh, just 
all I can say is I just love it when a Batman film comes together. <laughs> this is starting to feel like coming together. It's, so, it's getting a good cast, isn't it? What, like, what do we think of the villains? What do we think of the lineup? I think I think McConaughey is good. I, th- I don't think you'll see Two Face in this movie. You'll see Harvey Dent, and they'll save him for a sequel. That kind of makes sense. Yeah, I just think you don't want, you don't want to do the whole uh, you know um, Batman and Robin or Batman Forever type thing where you stuff so many villains into it it becomes crowded, right? Yeah. But and I think Colin Farrell they've basically looked at what Gotham did with the Penguin character and thought Colin Farrell's our man for this kind of role. He doesn't have to be that. Uh, stature of Danny DeVito, yep. you know the, the short, rotund sort of fellow, and I think he'll do the uh, Cockney sort of arrogant type penguin role that we've seen done done really well. Yeah, yeah, I've got a, I've got a good feeling. I think you're probably right. We won't see Two Face. Uh, my sense is that a lot of the villains are going to be smaller roles because it, it is supposedly a detective story. So I suspect a lot of this story is going to be around who's responsible for whatever it is that's, you know, mm. however this film plays out to be. So I think there could be a few few villains in the rogues gallery that are sort of under suspicion for, for a good chunk of this film as things unfold. Because you've also, we've also had Catwoman confirmed as well. We as, have. Uh, with uh, Zoe Kravitz. So you sort of go, if you have the Penguin, Catwoman and Two-Face, that, that feels like... It feels like Batman Returns. Yeah. It feels <laughs> well, like that's Batman your point, Returns isn't it? Batman Forever Merge because you've got Two-Face <laughs> and the Riddler as well. Yeah. But you've also got, um, the, you've, you've also got the Mad Hatter. As, has he been cast, has he? Well, he hasn't been cast, but he's rumoured to oh. be another villain in the mix. So... I think we'll we'll see a few of them and Firefly. That was the other one. <laughs> see, yeah. I, I I would be more excited if it was Mad Hatter and Firefly than I am for because we haven't seen them on screen. Yes, then yeah, it is because I I get sick and tired of uh, his new Spider Man movie and it's got the Green Goblin. The <laughs> Goblin in it. I'm like, go away. Yeah. You know, I just I just feel you know these characters have such immersed. A rogues gallery yes. give us something different give yep. us someone that we haven't seen before uh, and I think uh, to your top point about Spider-Man sorry to cut you off but uh, it can be done with Mysterio because exactly. Mysterio is exactly. a ridiculous villain when you break it down it can be done with Vulture yeah you know, I, I, you know Vulture the old man who's got wings and things <laughs> that, you know, and they made it work yep. so damn well yeah, so, with the right script absolutely yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's and, just my two cents no I agree yep. no I think there's a lot of validity to mm. that it's going to be interesting. I think some of these these villains are, are going to have minor roles and and appear in future installments. And and apparently, also in the big rumor mill, is he's going to be Batman will be blue and grey. So, oh, so that that would be out of everything has me more excited than the the villains. That uh, would be so good. Yeah. That would be yes, and so different. <laughs> yeah. It'd be yeah. interesting to see how that translates on like screen. Like a, a mature yeah. take on the blue and grey yeah, wow. outfit. I would be, yeah. uh, I'd be like, I want Hush, you know, the uh, oh, Jim Lee style man. Batman outfit with the, you know, yep. yeah, that's that's so what good. That's, that, that's what, the kind of image I have when you when you say blue and grey. Yes, that's exactly. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Hush, yeah. absolutely. Mm. And uh, still on the Batman news, Darren, there's stuff about Joker. Yes, so. The good news about the Joker film is that it is about to cross the billion dollars threshold, reportedly. Nice. Either this weekend or in the very few days following, it's very, very close. Mm. So, which is really, really exciting for for a film that was considered a risk, mm. R-rated, about the villain, 
and was of a budget of about $60 million. Warner Brothers have got to be laughing more than anyone. Now, I heard a rumour, and correct me if I'm wrong here, that Warner Brothers, as you said, you... Because of the, there was a bit of nervousness about it, and they actually split production costs with another another studio you've probably never heard of. Yeah, to hedge and the so, risk. Yeah, and yeah. so uh, yes, it might make a billion dollars, but half of that is going to this yeah, other yeah. company as well. Because that's still a pretty good return. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. a great return, but uh, it's just, it was interesting it, to hear. It's got to hurt. So the more yeah, the exactly. more money they make, the more they've got to pay the other company. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. but on uh, side by side with uh, Endgame, mm. profitability percentage wise, yeah, it's, it's the stat. same. It's the same stats. <laughs> I know uh, because yeah, the budget was insanely high on, yes, on yeah, Endgame yes. and insanely low on yeah, Endgame. Cost them like three hundred million to make mm. or something ridiculous yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, pretty crazy. It is. It's a funny world we live in. Mm. But Warner and the other studio must have their happy faces on. Yeah. See, uh, the other thing that spun out of this because of, uh, as you said, the profitability of it, is there's talk of a sequel. And I'm telling you now, if they make a sequel, I will not go see it because I don't think it needs a sequel. No. 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 It, you can't. How how can you do it? And to, as I understand, and again, who knows? Because it's all you yeah. know what you read in the tabloids per se. Phoenix has essentially gone no I don't want to do it and Warner Brothers because they now funny enough have all this cash are basically throwing it at him going hey let's do a sequel let's work out we'll, we'll do whatever you want you know yep. let's do and so now he's sort of yeah, mulling it over I really hope they don't do a sequel I'd be keen if, if the sequel was set in the same universe as the Joker now, but if- not not following the Joker per se, like following another character, another oh, rogues gallery yeah. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it tied and into the larger, this Robert Pattinson Batman universe, then yeah. sure, that's different. Yeah. But you're right. Following on directly from the events of the first one, I don't think it can be Because if, you know, Penguin Cobblepot was like a crime boss and, you yeah. know, the, the linchpin uh, mind works behind the heists and the, you know, the bank robberies or the, oh, you know, okay. that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Following him per se... I could take that in, because I've never seen looked at Penguin as being a um, you know fist to fist with yep. Batman style. He's more works with yeah, his mind behind and behind, you know has mob people to fight for him and yep. things and yeah a mm. bit, bit of an arms and you know smuggler and things yeah, like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The, the um, Ice Bar Lounge and yes, the yes. legitimate businessman kind of yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know mm. Penguin. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Reckon that would be interesting. I'd like to see another taking that universe with someone from the Rogues Gallery and I'm open-minded as to about a sequel I hadn't really thought about it I, you know I sort of see that it's not it's certainly not designed or set up for one yeah but you know open-minded I you know I, I don't have the resistance that, that Frank does I'm not strong enough to resist anything set in the Batman universe they put <laughs> I mean I say that but I'll probably I'll, go I'll, see it put, anyway put it, uh, put it on a cinema I won't be able to say no I'm not going <laughs> Uh, one movie I'm most probably not going to go see at the cinema is the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Now, you this, didn't like the improvements? Well, so I did. This is this is exactly what we're talking about, right? They've released a new trailer, which is in, in elements largely the same, but after the huge backlash that the CG work on Sonic received first time around, they went back to the drawing board and basically made him look exactly like the video game, which you sort of sit there and go, and I've seen so many memes come out about this. It's like... You know, the internet, I hate this. And then, you know, is it Sony? Is this a Sony film? I'm not sure. Not sure. Let's say it's Sony for this for the sake of it. Sony actually listened to you and the meme is someone looking amazing going, Wait, you listen to me? Like you can understand what I say as a fan of this property? So look, much, much better. 
Um, movie actually looks like a bit of fun. Jim Carrey as uh, Doctor Egg, Doctor Robotnik. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And look, they've stayed away from. Typically, Robotnik is a big. You know, we spoke about Danny DeVito size character. Um, he's just Jim Carrey as you would normally see him, but he but, looks. But he's pretty, got the moustache. Oh, he's got the handlebar. <laughs> yeah. oh, he looks like he's having so much fun. Honestly, he looks like the most fun he's had since like Lila. Lila, yeah, good yeah, call. He's, he's yep. having a yep. ball. So. I don't know. Jury's out as to. I've never been a huge Sonic fan. I mean, I'm obviously familiar with the games and stuff, but yeah, the new good, trailer looks good. Good way to reignite the properties. So, Correct. Because so, um, uh, Sega's yeah. essentially sold out. Yeah. And yeah. they're well, just. So going, who owns it now? Is it Nintendo? Do they own the character? Because I know they put him in all their. Yeah, I'm not sure. To crossover be games. Yeah, and maybe. Stuff. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. All right, moving into a little bit of TV news now. Disney Plus, which we've spoken about many times, has, of course, by now launched in the US. And we are only a few days away. I think it's Tuesday here in Australia, November 19th. Um, If you're unlucky enough to be in some of the other territories, like the UK, France and Spain, just to name a few, they have to wait till March 2020 to get it, would you believe? Which you go, all right, who needs another streaming service? But if you're a Star Wars fan and you're in one of these countries, that basically means you don't get to see Mandalorian until March next year, at least not legally anyway. Um, So I found that very interesting. And look, uh, all reports are that Mandalorian has lived up to the hype. Our friends at uh, Breaking the Panel and the Giant Size Team Up Network, being mostly Americans, have all seen it and have been very good with, with the spoilers, I have to say. And they've just gone, yep, I'm I'm keen, and uh, I've been led to believe there is is there any universe of characters where we've never really met any of them before. Right at the very end, right before the credits roll, there is one extremely familiar face that any Star Wars fan will recognise, and you go, "Oh, that's awesome!" Bang, roll credits. So I think they've they've done it very very well there. What are you hearing on people's response to it dropping one episode a week versus? traditional streaming services that drop an entire season or half a season i haven't heard of a lot of sort of blowback on that i've the, some comments i've seen they've just gone all right it it is what it is and given it's a brand new service i think it kind of makes sense if you've got this amazing product that people are hyped for in your back pocket you just dump it all in one go you get people who sign up for their one month free trial watch it all and then disappear. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? So I think from I a, bu- a business point of view, it makes sense. And and I think it uh, it c- continues to hype train longer yep. because uh, with this sort of thing, crazy, crazy fans will watch it or, you know, take the two days off of work, <laughs> watch it all in one hit, watch it, re-watch it again, yeah. write blog posts, write reviews, write everything, spoilers, blah, blah, blah. And it's done and in a week. Within, within seven days, everyone in the internet knows what's happened, even if they've seen it or not. Yep. Whereas this stretches it out longer yep. and creates, you know, lets allows people like us in Australia not to get too far behind, you know. Yeah. And I, I feel sorry for Europe and things, yeah. uh, but still, you know, when we get it, we'll only be uh, maximum two episodes behind. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so it doesn't feel like we're, you know, a year behind, like uh, postal services and um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> our uh, internet uh, speeds. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I mean, you might have some lot of schools in that area, sadly. <laughs> um, quick question around the room: What other than the Mandalorian? What's the first thing you're going to uh, chuck on uh, Disney Plus to watch? 1992 X Men. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I reckon probably something like that. Maybe uh, Spider Man and his amazing friendship. Yeah. Because yeah. I have fond memories from childhood of it. I can't remember a lot of it specifically, but um, enough of it to know that I, I really loved it. And from 
there was a time there when that was my favourite cartoon. So I really want to check that out. Yeah. Gargoyles. Gargoyles. For me. Gargoyles. Gargoyles. Yeah. I'm so keen, man. I'm so that keen. one will live up to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah. But X Men, Spider Man, uh, the 90s Spider Man, uh, definitely up there. I used to have them all on DVD. Yeah. Uh, not legit, but I used to have them. And uh, I'm, yeah, can't wait to watch them again. Keen to go back That's to it. it. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, one last little bit of TV news. We've had uh, a couple of tweets from Kevin Smith, who has basically been hyping his Netflix Masters of the Universe series. Uh, his tweet here reads, The voice cast for Masters Official Series I'm doing for Mattel and Netflix is insane, all caps. When the news hits, it won't break the internet. Instead, it will make the internet believe that we're living in a simulation in which the programmers want to see us smile and cry tears of joy. Now, he's quite the wordsmith, old Kevin Smith there, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm, that's got me really curious. And mm. you start sort of, yep. you start fan casting in your head going, oh, well, who would I voice, who put as the voice of He-Man and Man-at-Arms and all the characters and stuff, so. You know, it's funny, I, I read that and I thought how well-written it was and how superb it was for keeping up the hype. But I think everyone in this room and probably a lot of people listening to this podcast know how I feel about Masters. <laughs> he had me at saying, we're doing a Masters Universe cut. <laughs> you know, he really did. That's all it took. It I'm in. Didn't need to sell it anymore. Right. I think even I think our good friend Chris Wisdom tagged us in on that and yes. sort of said, "Oh my god, I, I, I can't get any more hyped for this." So, yeah, very, so very good cool. to hear. Speaking of which, we'll have him on the episode next week. Yes, so yes, that'll be exciting. We're lined up to talk to him. Um, he he may have some stories relating to That's old right. Kevin Smith to, right. to tell us about. Looking forward so, to hearing from Chris. Definitely, absolutely, definitely. It's time for the most powerful character spotlight in the universe: Mountain Punch. All right, so we move on to topic two. And Darren, I think you're helming this one. This is a character spotlight on one of the Masters characters. Absolutely. So we're talking Many Faces. Many Faces debuted in the in Wave 2 of the Vintage Master Universe line. And he appeared in a great number of mini-comics. Very few episodes of the Filmation cartoon, two in fact. So one in season one and really? one in season two. I seem to have memories of... I mean... I seem to have memories of him being in more, but obviously yeah, not. No, he's only so. in two. Okay. He's in two. Lizardman appeared more in the cartoon <laughs> than he did. Right. But he had the um, vintage figure. Um, mm. As we know, there was a variation of it that um, called Many Weapons that people would be familiar with. He was then... Uh, he didn't Just, just explain yeah, Many Weapons I'm not for people that it. don't <laughs> know what Many Weapons is. So Many Weapons is... Basically, many faces that came with some the orange extra weapons. Yeah, so he came with his regular orange gun, futuristic yep. gun, and mm-hmm. then he came with he came with the club that came with Castle Grayskull or Mossman that was painted in a more orangey browny color, maroon and maroon, yep. maroon. Yep, and a sword, uh, which short was sort of a short sword. Castle Grayskull weapons rack sword. And he came with an axe again, sort of buzz off axe. Yeah, the buzz off axe, which also came with um, the Castle Grayskull weapon, but but without the hilt. Yeah, yeah. This is in in the vintage line. Yes, this this is in the vintage line. So yeah, there was there was a variant and a shield carded as many weapons. Mm. Yeah, and a shield and the shield. 
Yeah. So repainted, like as far as the same colours, the figure I'm talking about. Figure's so- exactly the same, but ah, it sort of okay. essentially came with an extra bag of weapons. Right. Yeah. At the at the bottom, sort of with okay. with his orange pistol, along with his red and yeah. um, okay. those those weapons are getting very hard to source, to source. loose, mm. uh, okay. or even find a many weapons mint on card with right. the yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. Was it a worldwide release of that, or was I it? I don't know. But funnily enough, I did get some of the weapons from the Waverly Toy Fair one. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So and, not and not impossible. Do have them all now, but yeah, yeah. yeah not impossible them. to find, but, but just rare. just uh, nowhere near as uh, as prevalent as the original yeah, figure. Yeah, many faces yeah. figure. Yeah, and, and they're really interesting and, and quite unique, I think, because they're not many faces cars, and they don't match his blaster either. So that. They're quite, quite mm. interesting and they stand yeah. quite apart. And the other issue is many weapons can only hold one weapon. So he can. <laughs> he needs to have six can, arms yeah, to hold so them all. Uh, you, can, you can squeeze his uh, shield into his um, open, yep, open hand, hand yeah. but that's about it. So the rest of the weapons are just going to lie on the ground <laughs> in front of him, and that's where maybe the potential that people lost them or something yeah, as, as all regular weapons I think uh, that go. Combined with the fact that it would have been produced in smaller numbers than the the traditional or original many faces would have would have made it a recipe for disaster in terms of finding it on the secondary market so for anyone who has no idea what we're talking about as far as man e faces why darren why is he called man e faces describe the character to us this is so an audio form uh, has three different faces he has a what three faces on ridiculous the top of his head that you can pivot and change from human Robot or monster, basically. Now I'm looking at Frank. We're in Frank's uh, awesome toy room, and I can see he's got uh, the the man uh, face, the regular one with yep, the yep. red sort of um, bandana Many over. Or, yep. Yeah. He's just. I, is that your preferred face? I or? think it matches the character, right? True, like true. a beautiful. Yep. Um, yeah. I yeah. think the the robot face would probably be my my close second if yep. if the human face was gone for whatever reason. And the monster face just looks a little bit ridiculous, in my right. opinion. I've always been curious with the character, though. Like, uh, you've got characters who can, you know, they have special powers, like they can fly or they can hit hard or they can grow their neck or whatever it is. Like, where does Manny Faces, as cool as an action feature as a toy is, from, you said he was in two episodes of the cartoon, where does that fit in as far as a skill set? Like, what does he... He's well, strong. I think he's strong when he's a monster. Okay, he's, right. he's very um, clever, like computer clever right. when, when he's a, a robot. Just, he takes on the personality yeah. of yeah. Of and he's a superhero because he's got the bandana over his eyes <laughs> when he's. Uh, yeah. when he's yeah, of he's course, a, he's a of fifth, course. He's a fifth brother. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, and I think also it opens up story possibilities because man, um, as the monster. Beastman can control him and ah, hypnotize okay. him, and it, yep. that's been portrayed in a number of different media, including both the filmation and the Mike Young production series. And the thing about Many Faces is he bypassed the commemorative series, whereas a lot of that Wave One and Two stuff was was redone. He wasn't, but he was back very prominently in 2002, both in the cartoon and in the toy line. And he had a repaint. If he I had recall. a repaint, yeah. uh, which was like. The colours weren't actually all that different to the Manny Weapons colours, just out of interest. Mm. And he also had a new outfit for the second season, the, the cartoon, The Master Universe versus the Snake Man, but that didn't appear in toy form. Okay. Right. So he had a right. Snake Buster um, variation that may yeah, or yeah. may not have been in the pipeline. Yep. For, for that line, had that line continued, 
and yeah, he he sort of features pretty prominently. He's also um, being released in the Master Universe Classics line. Mm-hmm. Came with a few extra accessories around, around, you know, an extra alternate set of faces that you can. Yeah, put I was going to ask, how did they do the action feature in the Classics? So you can take off his head, like the yep. disc dome, that yep. the helmet that he's got, and yep. you can put in a. Um, He-Man, like it's a three-pronged uh, face. Yep. So it's got He-Man, Skeletor, and who else would you ask if yeah. you've had a, got an extra face? You put Orko in there. <laughs> and honestly, honest to God, the, the Skeletor... That's the, the skill set you'd want yeah, to channel. The, I want to do magic tricks that don't work. The, the Skeletor face looks wicked because who doesn't like a astronaut's helmet with a skull in the, in the middle, all right? They tried but, that in New Adventures, didn't they? Yeah, yeah well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the Discs of Doom skeleton. And uh, um, the, the Orko looks actually really cool because yeah. it's sort of all black, black in the... and, and the yellow eyes. It looks okay. really cool. It, it just works. It, it yeah. works... Better than you have in your head that it would work. Yeah, like when you, you, just, like you just write it off. No, that's never going to work. And then you see pictures, or you actually do it yourself. And it's like, oh, oh that doesn't bad. actually <laughs> look as bad as I thought it yeah, would. Sometimes oh. there's exceptions to the rule mm. in there. I mean, you talk about I talk about story and character a lot, and and that makes no sense from a story point of view. Yeah. <laughs> Visually, it looks damn cool. And and you know what? You didn't have to pay any extra for it. It was just in there. It was just like, okay, look, we've we've sculpted this. We're just going to drop it in there. It was a surprise, actually. They tried to keep it secret, I believe. Yeah, okay. And then, uh, of course, the first person got it and, leaked, oh, you know, it and exploded it all yeah. over the net. So it wasn't such a big surprise, but they really, really tried back in the... Nice. Um, in the early day, yeah, Matty Collector days. So I reckon they did, and, yeah. and yeah, Scott and the Four Horsemen came up with some mm. sensational surprises. Yeah. And he actually did come with the extra weapons, uh, that oh, the maroon the weapons, weapons in weapons, in yeah. some of the uh, grayscale uh, uh, weapons pack or yes, grayscale the, rack. That's uh, yeah, the the weapons pack. Uh, it was one of them. He so uh, you yeah. you can you, you can replicate all yeah all the nice. maroon weapons. So that's kind of you know, nice nod to the uh, hardcore vintage yeah, fans. Absolutely, yeah. and the origin of yeah, all, all these great things. Super Seven have also revisited many faces in the seven-inch Club Grayscale filmation line, and they did that in Wave Two of that that line, I believe, which mm-hmm. came out pretty nicely as well. Different to the classics, but but still really nice and a great way for people who didn't get the classics one in particular to get a many faces that still looks. It's not looks bad when you've only been in two episodes of the cartoon, and that's enough to get you a get you a figure in the line. That's apparently, yeah, apparently that's enough. But look, you know, he's he's got that iconic status, I guess, because okay, he didn't didn't ex- play a huge role in the cartoon. There is a blink and you miss it cameo in the Christmas special. Don't forget that. <laughs> but um, having said that, they, people remember him from from the vintage toy line, mm. and you know he. One of his um, episodes was released on on video in quite a few countries and VHS back in the day, and wound up in video stores and was probably around in circulation long after the cartoon had left the air and mm. and also I think one was in the Penny Sticker album, I believe. <laughs> um, so, so you know that sort of lifts some of these characters up, like Lizardman, for example, that a lot of people don't know. Others know them because. You know, they were on video for a long time and they were in the, the Panty Sticker album. So they had a bit of bit of media attention there. Mm. But So if you're casting, if you're writing this new He-Man film, does Manny Faces make the cut? 
Do you write him in? Do you think he's is there's enough there to work with? Personally, no. Possibly, if not the first, maybe the sequel. Possibly. Yeah, that's kind of uh, where I'm leaning to the sequel. Yeah, possibly. Uh, I'm one of those people. I like to see factions grow um, over over time in Masters Universe. So I'd want to see him turn up at some point in an ideal world because I'd want to see. You just want all the Masters, though, Darren. That's the problem. You can't have them all in the one film. Shh, Frank. We're not <laughs> we, that, that's you know, we're, not everything's for the podcast, you know, Frank. <laughs> but but seriously, yeah. Look, I'd like to see him see him make it at some point. I understand maybe not the first film because you've got to you got introduce your core up. characters yeah. and, and set up the whole premise and that. But yeah, I'd like to at some point. The thing about the other thing about Manny Faces, I'd say as, as well on on this topic is is generally portrayed fairly consistently across all mediums. He's he's written as that actor that that attorney and actor that performs. I see he's a, shows he's or, an actor, is he? Yeah, he's an, an actor, actor and he yeah. changes his uh, face he changes to... Changes his face. Okay, form, see, like, now that, makes a, that makes a little yeah. bit more sense as to his ability, right? That's yep. Okay, that's clever writing. I don't mind mm. that. So, yeah, uh, that's many faces. Have we got time to... Yeah, we've got another 20 to, minutes or right. so. Let's do that. Excellent. All right, so we're going to go into reading, watching, playing. So... Shall we start off with you, Frank? What have you been reading, watching, playing, or um, whatever else? Not a lot of reading, to be completely honest. Uh, finding that I'm very time poor with that sort of stuff. A um, little bit of reading to my son, so it's all these little nursery rhymes <laughs> and stuff, which is always they're the ones that get stuck in your head. Yeah. You just like oh, yeah. you just you find yourself humming it the next day at work. You're like, God damn it! The, the, what was it? The um, <laughs> the spoon and the the fork and the spoon ran off to play. You know, and the owl and, owl and the pussycat, you know, and all those. Oh, God, ones. I don't know that yeah. one, thankfully. Yeah, the owl and the pussycat and the cow jumped over the moon. And, and it's yeah. funny how many of those you look at now and you go, it's actually really like Jack and Jill. Yeah. Jack and Jill went yeah. up there. Jack fell down and broke his crown. And you're just like, oh, that's a sad story. You know, it's all these Humpty Dumpty sat on and, a wall and yeah. he, he, he well, died. You know, like, you know, the, <laughs> um, a lot of those old school nursery rhymes were uh, based on something. So... You know, um, a tissue, a tissue, we all fall down. That yeah. was based on the Black Plague. So if you, <laughs> if you, if you, um, you, you know, needed a tissue and everything, yeah. you're, you're, yeah, pretty you're much, dead. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, brutal. Ring a ring a rosy, your pocket full of posy. We all yeah. fall down. Yeah. yeah, you all fall down and die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and and uh, when when you cough and people say bless you, yeah, like that's like uh, I hope you. You know, I hope you don't I have hope the plague. You don't die. Yeah, so it's all it's all I hope related. You beat the plague. Yeah, yeah. That's why vampires are real because at one point, you know, they were real and they created the story. And it's yeah. So it's all based on truth. It's all hmm. based on truth. Yeah, the truth is out that's there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> So yeah, so that's been my uh, my reading experience today. As far as watching, um, I have been getting into uh, Jack Ryan uh, season two. Is it Shadow? That's on Amazon is it? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's an Amazon Prime that one that puts uh, Jim from The Office, also known as John Krasinski, in the lead role. And basically, he's what he's what Tom Cruise perhaps should have been, I think, in in his sort of Mission Impossible movies. Uh, he starts out as an analyst, so he's he's a behind the scenes guy. Works for the CIA, I think it is. Studies, you know, sort of foreign markets and all this to sort of, in attempt to predict where the next world crisis is going to come from. Ends up, of course, as these things do, being the action hero and having to shoot people and dodge bombs and all sorts of stuff. Uh, but very, very cool, very realistic. Uh, I mean, I guess as someone who's not really in that world, you sort of try and imagine what it's not a 
it's not a Hollywood style production. It's it's very gritty, very grounded, uh, and really really good quality to watch. So season two, I watched all of season one in about a day and a half, and season two. Yeah, experiences have changed because we've now got a little kid to watch out for. It's not exactly a kid-friendly show, but yeah, very much. Uh, and how many episodes that. you deep in two? Uh, we're at four episodes yep. in, and I think there's like twelve in the right. season. That's so, decent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so make, the way there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, making a good start. As far as playing, uh, I've been playing a game called Dauntless on the PlayStation Four, and it's kind of like if you ever played Monster Hunter. Basically, there's these huge monsters that tower over you and you've got to kick yourself out appropriately. This one is more geared towards multiplayer, sort of online anytime sort of thing. And I've got a buddy up in Sydney who we say, right, Thursday nights is our game night. That's what we're going to play. And and slowly sort of you start out with this, you know, pissy little sword that doesn't look... And now we've got these crazy sets of armor and, you know, do all the things with that. So. Yeah, pretty cool. It's free to play as well, which nice. is which is always always good fun. And good if you want to hook up, like you know, with your mates and things. Yeah, night. don't have to go and fork out a hundred bucks no, for a that's game right. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll go next. Uh, so I had the privilege of going to see Doctor Sleep at the cinemas mm, uh, the other okay. day with my wife, and this is of course um, the se- the um, Stephen King sequel to uh, the Shining. Shining. Yeah. Uh, and um, some would argue you can't make a sequel of The Shining. How can you do that? Yeah, right? that's a strange one. And this is, what, 20-plus <clears throat> years after yep. The Shining? Um, well, after The Shining was in, you know, movie form. And um, so Doctor Sleep uh, was made as a book back in 2013, I think. So it's oh, not okay. very old. And they, uh, um, they jumped on the rights for it as soon as the book was published and uh, have made this movie. Uh, the same, I uh, apologise, I can't remember the director's name, but it's the same guy who did Haunting at Hill House. So, um, he, you know, he's got a bit of horror influence okay, behind yep, him and things. Okay, the background. Uh, it's got Ewan McGregor. Uh, it's got, a, um, you know, some other awesome actors in it that I've, you know, I'm so bad with names. <laughs> but, like, all the actors are fantastic in it. Yeah. All the, and um, they're just, you know, all perfect for their own roles. It's almost set. So you, you pick up, you know, uh, little bits of, after um he, you know uh doc the kid mm. uh you know uh, what happens after he leaves the right. the mansion sort of thing so and then it 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 spirals out of control for 40 years in into the future so you know what does this what does little doc go through wow. um uh, you post know shining. post yeah. yeah post shining sort of thing and it picks up there where he's sort of pretty much got his life sorted right so th- th- he was called doc in the shining because of his passion towards uh uh, Bugs Bunny, you know mm. what's up, Doc? Yeah. Now he's called Doctor Sleep because he's a um, an orderly uh, at a nursing home and sort of um, uses his shining power to say <laughs> good night to his patients who are um, thinking, you know, who are going to die. So wow. he gets that inkling okay. that they're going to yep. pass away. So he uses shining to bring back old school memories and connects with them, and they think he's the doctor because you know who yeah. else is sort of can can use these powers yep. and he, he makes them at peace, you know, like, or, you know, sings them a childhood lullaby sort of thing yeah, or whatever. Nice. And, you know, they, they restfully um, drift off to the next world. So he's got that, but there's so much happening in the background. You know, you meet uh, other characters who have a, a shine mm. and things like that. And other characters who um, uh, dare I say, eat people who have shine wow. and uh, it's sort of a vampire sort of film uh, but it's a, it's an incredible journey uh, of um, 
you know, him become uh, as a kid to now and as and as adult yeah. and now you know taking someone else under his wing and you know moving forward. Like cool. I just can't rate it high enough. I, I for days afterwards I was still thinking about how <laughs> good Doctor Sleep is. Like I've I've been very uh, yeah purposely you know alluding to not give too much away. Yeah. Um, there is a little bit of violence against kids and things, which is uh quite confronting. Mm. But it's all plays into the overall story arc of the film. So I uh, cannot recommend it enough. Excellent. Also been watching Watchmen, the TV series. Yeah. So that's been really interesting as well. Of course, uh, based off, uh, loosely based off the film, and it takes a completely different route of the film. So mm. anything... I've never read uh, deep into the offshoot comics, so I don't know what they um, do, but this is a completely different take on what uh, the film has done and what people perceive Rorschach uh, to be okay. and to, you know... Um, you know, for him to hold on to and things. And I was a bit like, what the hell am I watching at the start? Mm. But now as the, as, as the episodes have gone th- uh, deeper and you find out more of, about Ozymandias and um, uh, the, um, what's his name? The blue man, uh, uh, Dr. Dr. Manhattan, Dr. Manhattan. Yep. Uh, he, you know, he's still up there and things. And uh, it's really cool. It's, it's quite in depth and uh, changing and uh, all the, Police officers hide their face to in order to uh, not be uh, found that they are policemen because mm. their fear of violence and things and it's quite com- confronting. Uh, I'm uh, you just cannot predict what's going to happen next, and nice. I like that. So mm, that's pretty much me in a nutshell of what I've been doing. Cool. <laughs> How many episodes is that in? Oh, like, probably about five. I reckon five or six. And maybe? that's another weekly release yes, type yeah. thing. Yeah, and I like that because yeah. it, then. Uh, Sometimes when you binge something, you you sort of all blurs together yeah, after a while. Yeah, so yeah, it's something to, to look forward to. Yeah, something to look forward to. Oh, look, it's you know, it's Tuesday. We can yep. watch the Watchmen. We yep. could, you know, so to yep. speak. Nice. So, yeah, Darren. So I haven't been reading or playing too much. Like Ben, I have been watching Watchmen. I'm not as advanced as he's yet. I've still got a few on the, um, the DVR that I've got to watch back, but. I've been enjoying it. Quite, really quality production. Mm. Like Ben, to start with, I wasn't quite sure where it was going and and how I was going to feel about this interpretation of it. But yeah, no, really, really enjoying it. I think the performances are really, really rich as well. And it, it's quality, quality television. You know, I mean, okay, it's television budget, but I mean the budgets are higher these days than they used to. And and I, I think yeah, they do. So far, they're they're off to a cracking start. Definitely, for sure. All right, Frank, you got another story yeah, uh, up your sleeve? I did just, just as we were talking. Uh, this only happened during uh, the last week or so. Uh, my wife, a big Stranger, Thing fan, uh, Stranger Things fan, as am I as well, and she was at the shops and she and I'd already seen it at the shops and she messaged me going, oh, my God, they have the, the Lego Stranger Things set and it was like $50 off. It was on special. Uh, so I was like, mm, yeah, let's do it. Uh, so we started building that. That's the first part of the story. We still haven't built it completely because, as I said, raising a little human tends to sap your time. But the other day at work, she sends me a message going, hey, I'm going to flick you an email. Can you tell me if this is legit or not? I feel like it's a scam. But it had our address. It had her name. It had our full address in there. And it said, you've won $500 worth of Lego products. And the bit that really got me is, you go, oh, based on this receipt. And... Ali was smart enough to track track it back and go, that's actually the receipt number from this Lego Stranger Things set. And I just sort of went, 
it's got our full details plus the receipt number, either that's some serious Russian hacking or this is this is legit. What I didn't know is that she tells me a couple of days later going, oh, yeah, well, I entered some competition. I was While like, you're there <laughs> in the shop. Yeah, right. Like, well, then chances are it's probably yeah, legit. Yeah. Basically, it's a competition you spend over, <clears throat> excuse me, I think it's over $100 with a Lego at Maya and you go into the draw for this thing. Ali was the first winner. So we've now got $500 worth of Lego products, and I use that in rabbit quotes because I'm sort of predicting it'll be, oh, here's a Lego T-shirt valued at $89.95, but who knows? Oh, um, so you can't just take that to the... No, that's what I was... Cause I, I was going to say Voltron, man. That can exactly. be the first Voltron. Dead set. When, yeah. when, when we realized it was legit, first thing I did was Googling, right? Oh, yep, we'll get the Voltron set. We'll get that. We'll get that. And Ali's like, no, no, no. We don't get to choose. They send us this five hundred dollars worth of products, whatever that may be. So, oh, you live in Australia? Oh, that well, once we've shipped it, you, you've only got uh, four dollars. It's twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, it hasn't arrived yet, but I'll, I'll keep you guys in touch about that. It'll be very interesting to uh, to see what happens. And I think even that, like, that's we one of the the first weekly prizes, and now. Because of that, we're in the draw for some prize for like a trip to Legoland sort Dude, of thing. Dude, so, wow, oh, man. That is awesome. you got to be in it to win it. Exactly. So, so, and, so, and you've already won it once. Exactly. Yeah. So you can't do it again. We, we've crossed the first hurdle. So, yeah, that was a cool little cool little Lego story for the week. And, and yeah, having fun building the actual Stranger Things uh, part as well. We've done the... Uh, the the nice or regular version of the house and now we're about to start the... Uh, the darker. The upside down yeah. version. Cool. cool. So, yeah. Fun times. Wicked, Absolutely. Man. Sounds Wicked. awesome. All right. Well, I think that just about wraps up the show. I want to give a couple of special shout outs yes. to our not one, not two, but we have three, three. new Patreons. Ridiculous. Can you believe that? Three new Patreons. What a week. <laughs> Mad respect to Stuart Bound, aka Whiplash, and reportedly our youngest Patreon to date, Jojo Joshua. 3017 <laughs> and also uh, just uh, yesterday i believe yep, yep. eric meester I, so mad respect three guys in one three in we one... must be doing something right yeah, fantastic so... and thank you very much for getting yeah. behind the show just listening is is huge but to actually become patreons wow yeah you know, we're absolutely speechless crazy yeah. cool. jo- josh... our podcast is dangerous to be speechless yeah josh but... and Stuart have uh, both joined us in the uh, discord so eric um you're most welcome i've sent you the link and stuff if that's not working let me know but yeah uh thank you very much for getting on board and supporting what we do definitely don't forget those featured uh collection photos yes, send, them, send them in send them into the toy power um page or uh, direct message me uh otherwise and you don't have to be a patreon to do that no, Any, no that's, anyone yeah. who listens that's, to our show that's can, absolutely can, anyone uh, participate we, yeah we love hearing from you we love seeing collections we just yeah. love hearing what you what you're into what what toys are uh, um, catching your eye. Yeah, so, let's see yeah, see please. how see how long we can keep this as a daily post yeah. until I run out of uh, people. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. All right, uh, that's about it. Thank you all for listening. Thank you very much, and until next time, good journey. You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places: Facebook.com/slash Toy Power Podcast, at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Or have your say and email us, toypowerpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher, and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people. Want to learn more? Go to giantsizeteamup.com, where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows. 
well, they're not more awesome than us, but they're... Yeah. Oh, oh, oh.